weary travellers, come, take a seat. Rest ye head upon the pillow as I recount for you this tale, a tale of woe, witchcraft and wandering, a tale of valour and fear, horror and vice. That's right, motherfuckers, it's time for dark heresy. Last time, you finally linked up with the Blades of Resh and got a big old parcel of food delivered to them from your Inquisitor. In order to win their favour, you agreed to head towards the Skystairer's Scriptorium and scout it out for the Blades. On the way there, you encountered a lost child who was revealed to be an unsanctioned psyker. But don't worry, citizens, our heroes dealt with the threat. The sun is rising, and you break your camp some distance away from the Scriptorium. What's the plan? What's going on? Who are we? Why are we here? Can we process the fact that we killed the child? Is that yeah. a thing we do I think we need to bur yeah. bury the child. I mean... Did you guys just leave her there all night? No. Well, yeah, however you guys don't... We didn't talk about the... Uh, no, yeah. we, finished we, on, on it. we finished on her being clutched in Amelia's arms as she uh, was very much dead. So what's the plan? Dora, Dora went back to bed. In, in yours, or did you try to crawl under Lothar's thing again? Let's find out. Oh no. That's, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Oh dear. Tora tried to, Tora tried to sneak underneath Tora's sleeping bag again. Yeah, he tried to sneak into, into Lothar's tent. I appreciate what you just said. You, you snuck under your own sleeping bag yeah. is what you did. He got so confused. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he snuck back into his own tent thinking it was Lothar's like, oh, fuck it, this yeah. is really going to get him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to get him twice while. in one yeah. night. <laughs> uh, what's, what's Amelia doing in oh, this good boy. and preferring uh, night? Is, is the next morning? Uh, yeah, morning, night, but you know, what, what did she do during the night, if you'd like to talk about that? I mean, I think for a while she would just have like stayed there, you know, unable yeah. to do anything. And I guess, you know, we have to bury them at the very least. Um, very nice collective we there. Um, well, we, yeah, I don't know, whoever. At least her. I assume maybe Lothar. But that's I, up to you. I'm trying to figure. I just woke. What, what did I just witness? Murder? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I... Okay, so I I'm I'm not awake enough for this. Yeah, I'll I'll help you. I'll help you, and I guess Lothar's then going to try and grab his. Uh, I was gonna say trowel. That's not what he has. Entrenching He's got a little tool. shovel, yeah, thing. Yeah. entrenching tool, um, to entrench a child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, this this child is now light cover. Um, good job, everyone. I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think between Amelia and Lothar, because I don't think BGZ is getting involved in this and Torrid needs his beauty sleep. Um, it's it's difficult digging in the sand, but I, I feel like you're able to make quite a shallow grave for this child. Killing children makes Torah hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to choose to not hear that as I'm actively digging a grave that's, that's for a child. That's setting Torah's sleep as he's rolling. <laughs> he's mumbling that underneath yeah. the sand in his own... Uh, no, I'll, yeah, so I guess we, we bury the child, and I guess I'm, Lothar's going to look at Amelia and say, what, what exactly did I just say? <laughs> what did you even see? You're saying he was still asleep. Lothar heard, I think, gunshots, and, I mean, multiple gunshots, Taurus shot her twice, and BGZ, like, shot three times, I think, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if Lothar actually saw much from inside his tent. Lilia shouted at them to stop. Yeah. Oh, there's no way you didn't hear the psychic scream. Yeah, that that would have woken you up. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely heard yeah. that piece. I just you know I I think I would have popped out probably around the time that like she eventually got shot on the way out. So, so she's a a psyker, but she screamed, and we killed her. After all that, they killed her. They killed her. Or in BGZ, I yeah, I'm not awake enough for this. BGZ um... seems to be cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Thor snores echo across the camp. Um, BGZ seems to be clearing, cleaning his carbine by the fireside. I, I don't know. I've, I think Lothar's <laughs> got a lot of mixed feelings on this one. Mm. <laughs> like I get that they were a psyker, but all the effort of attempting to help them, and because of one flaw, we're gonna. Kill them. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it goes, yeah. I guess I'm. I think I'm just gonna go try to. I'm gonna try and go back to sleep after that. And I think Lothar is just going to, after saying a quick prayer, he's gonna hop back to the tent. Mm. Ideally, his own and not yeah. Tora's, and then get the shit scared <laughs> out of him in the process. Yeah, I think roll you find just tent. Search uh, surface to see if you find your bed. Oh no! Nope, right. you f- you're indoors. Satora, <laughs> so after thinking that he's got the wrong tent and is about to go to bed, slowly Lothar lowers himself down on this spring trap he's made. Like... <laughs> <laughs> ah, I can't believe it happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the double fake. Yeah. I went, I know Tora will be underneath my bed. I'll go sleep in his bed. <laughs> I hate oh. that that worked. Oh, but yeah, no, I don't think Lothar's got anything more. He's probably going to try and very restlessly sleep through the rest of the night here. And what is Amelia doing? I, there's no way she's going to sleep. She's going to probably sit out and just kind of stare mm. and contemplate things. BGZ says nothing for the rest of the night. He's just staring at the fire after cleaning his gun. And he's but staring it... to the sky as yeah. well. That matter. Speaking of staring into the sky, it's now a lovely morning, and Sky Stereo Scriptorium is not that far away from you guys. <laughs> yeah, as it's Sky Stereo is not screaming, although that is now canon now. I have to change well, the map. Yeah, every the... morning they stare at the sun, so you know yeah. when the sun comes up when they <laughs> scream. Oh, fuck! Oh, my eyes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's that's a hundred percent what happens. Thanks, you can. I, I thought that like the one the one magpie in all of Al Jadar is there. Yeah, that's what that was. That was terrible. So, so yeah, what would you guys like to do? So, if you remember, the blade said like if you to want to, yeah, if you want to see the rest of the what the blades have, basically, they said you need to scout out sky stairs for us. That's like a little, you know, you scratch my back, I let you into our camp, kind of thing. It's an old saying. <laughs> I remember that old saying. Yeah, really yeah. Hard. So, yeah. so what is the plan then? Obviously, you guys kind of stopped 
before you got to Skystairers for this child. So I'm counting this as within a day's travel of like Skystairers plus somewhere else if you want to. Because um, it's probably like an hour away. Um, I think the plan is just to kind of go to Skystairers and figure out what they do other than just staring at the sky. I'm, I'm almost positive that that's a misnomer. That's got to be. Like they can't just all stare at the sky all the time. Hmm. That seems silly. Cool. I think we need to discuss why. What are we? What are we going to do with these boys anyway? I was always reminiscing about when we first arrived on the planet and what Lane's mission for us was, which was just to know see what's going on. I think we kidnap all of them and put them on a ship. What are your opinions on this? Okay, well, kidnap them how and on what ship? Well, you, you know, the, the watercress. That's a... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a nut or something, isn't it? Ah, it's a sandwich. And you got, you got Mr. Alleyway on the top, and then you got us on the bottom, and then you got these guys, the nice watercress. You know, the big thing. Are you... Are you currently awake right now, or? <laughs> I don't know if this is in character or out of character. <laughs> I've been just like Taurus brushing his teeth in his pants or something whilst the camp's being disassembled. <laughs> so I think Taurus yeah, is suggesting getting character. everyone on Al Jadar and just popping them on the Ipcress and fucking off. Um, well, we certainly could do that, but we don't know if we're bringing something that would be like a chaotic entity on board which that's never happened before hmm. so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't like the silence of that <laughs> if um, you say that confidently enough i'm sure it's fine yeah <laughs> like Lord samuel cutting apart demons on the <laughs> right yeah <now>. yeah mm. <laughs> um I mean, it we... would be a good chance to talk about before you get to sky starers what are you going to do there, but also what is your general plan right now on Al Jadar? Because I kind of feel like you're at a crossroads, and you guys need to come up with a game plan about what you're doing with the blades, if anything. Yeah. I, I mean, we could try to recruit them. That seems like... I mean, that seems pretty dangerous, frankly. We don't really know anything more about them than the fact that they uh, kill people really good and create Terrible, awful atrocities along the way. That fit right mm. in. Does it say, are we any better? I, I, you know what? I think Lothar's going to stay quiet on that one. <laughs> That's a fair point. Well, either way, we need to learn more about oh, them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Edgy. I well, I think uh, I don't know. I think what we should do is we we don't have enough info yet to know that they have any kind of good intention whatsoever, or that frankly they're going to be willing to hop on board whether we kidnap them or not. Something tells me that what they're what they're doing is probably not for the benefit of the Imperium, like we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, but 
everything we do is for the benefit of the Imperium. So everything that you've accidentally done by proxy, therefore, has to be for the benefit of the Imperium. I think Lothar is going to hike a thumb over his shoulder at the shallow grave of the child from last night and say, I'm not so sure about that. I'm, I can 100% assure you the good of the Imperium. Fear not the mutant, the psycho. Or the heretic, uh, the I know. Long it's... lines, the long lines at Fudderer. <laughs> what was that last part? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's like fading in and out of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> you know the mutant, Psyker, and the long lines at long lines at Fudderer. Wow, we really did learn a lot of different things. Yeah. From, uh, huh. Okay. Well. Sure. Then. I, I don't know. Amelia, what do you think? I don't think she's going to answer. Ooh. I, she's going to be drinking uh, Recaf. Favreau. Yeah, have a lovely sippy of your Recaf. Um, fear not the fear not the mute of the psyche to live. Witch to live. <laughs> <laughs> Now, <laughs> in, in terms of travel, because you guys technically rolled to get to Sky's Terrace, I'm not going to make you roll for anything in this one because it's only mm. a you know a couple of miles down the road. Um, but yeah, is there anything you guys would like to discuss before you kind of reach the vicinity, uh, vicinity of it? Um, I mean, well, I, I think we've got to try and I don't know, come to a consensus at least on what we're doing. Out of character, I think yeah. we got to come to a consensus yeah. proper. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I we, guess if gonna... anything, uh, when you're asking about like, well, we don't know, it's just, uh, just interject, like, yes, we do. They only care for the strong and they kill the weak. That sounds like imperial values if I ever heard them. I don't know about that. We know the Martian is the least human of us all. <laughs> well, he thinks about feelings and stuff like that. I don't know. I really don't. I, I'm of the mindset we need more info. I'm of the mindset that what they're doing potentially could have some, I don't know, chaotic something like this. This can't be what we're. This it's can't be what we're about. Chaos involved. I'm going around and killing a whole bunch of folks. Like, hold on a second here, and he's going to pull out his primer and try and flip through a couple of different like bits and bobs. Like, this sounds a lot like. Um, daggers and bayonets, boots and socks. Why did they have to have an entry in boots and socks? Um, you know, oddly enough, this doesn't have anything in it about chaotic anything, huh? Murdering, at least as far as I understand, is not uh, murdering tons of people is not a way to bring chaos without. Other aspects. Well, if, if murdering bunches of people brought upon chaos, we'd have the chaos problem currently on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> it cuts off Amuel, um, like <laughs> fucking doing a DDT on a fucking bloodthirster. Like <laughs> DDT. I have a question. Would all 
Batman will have the rubber ducky he received on Sangle. Oh Island my god! Adventures. Uh, I believe it's in his room. I doubt he's got it on his person. But it would have to go back to his room. He's probably a really annoying no, one. That yeah, let's say like, let's say he's visited his room. Probably, um, as it happens with the time thing, he's just got into his room right now. What are you looking for? No, I just I, <laughs> I I'm assuming I I uh, off off yeah. ship. I probably don't have access. To it's probably a bit far range. I doubt. Log. I yeah, doubt Tor has got the funkiest of. Yeah, I doubt Tor has got the funkiest of um, transmitters for this fucking badly rigged up duck. But um, yeah. yeah, it's probably. Let's say it's in pride of pace on his rantle piece. Yeah. Um, what did you do to the duck? Don't don't worry. Um, so what what's, uh, what's the plan? One then? reminder, though they yeah. they've scratched off like the emperor's name here or there on things or what? Yeah. So you saw an obelisk up to the face. So they're putting fresh in place of the emperor, basically. Which is why I'm kind of hesitant to say let's maybe, you know. But Fresh is not a demon or this or the other either, so it's just they're putting, mm. uh, you that's know. Not, that we know of. Wait, that's not, yeah, it's not like demons to lie. I don't know. I, I'm i really hesitant to... I. Yeah, well, if you want to meet Fresh, then follow their orders. Oh, what did I get myself into? All right, fine. We'll keep following through with what they want us to do, and I don't know how to help the rest of these people when they don't want to leave the desert. That's their home, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to leave. Yeah, but not if you can fight for it, right? Why is yeah. that the weirdest thing I've said today? <laughs> if they, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like they'd want to stand and fight. I can't take that away from them. I don't know. All right, I guess then. So, out of character, general general consensus sounds like we are uh, going to be continuing to follow along this particular quest line path with them. Of like, hey, scout things out, tell us how things are, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So, you guys uh, crested Dune after a couple of hours of driving, and then you can see the scriptorium. Oh, um, Lothar, I imagine you're still on Horse Heresy. Uh, yes, absolutely am on Horse Heresy. So ahead of you, quite some distance away, is a large square building with several towers rising out of it. There's a dome from the top of it bleached white in the desert sun. Even from here, you can see that there are crude barricades assembled around the building, piles of rubble and debris. You're a bit too far away to see much more. You can see there's a few figures milling around. But um, yeah, there's not much here. I imagine as well you probably cut the engine and you're hiding behind the dune, so you're not immediately spotted but yeah that's probably what you see for your little 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 hidey hole on top of the dune here well that's what i can see from here guys we ready to go and knock on the door what would you like is to this do? Microbead <laughs> yeah. bless you could you not sneeze no, into the microbead please <laughs> i i would apologize i don't like to think about you um oh i did we conclude we're going to tell these guys, hey, the blades are coming, or are we just going to tell the blades the numbers like they asked? Yeah. We don't know what's here yet. That's a good point. Or I would like to reach up to the ornate door, knock the door. Sure, you're quite some distance away, so I don't know what you're reaching for. <laughs> but um, uh, I still Dora. think you're reaching. Yeah. You're actually like 
poking a cargo hook on the side of the the, the centaur. <laughs> PGC just bomb. looks at you like what? Um, lovely. So how how are we approaching this? Is this stealthily? It is like 10 a.m. Like you're in clear daylight, and it's kind of in the middle of a valley here, so it's not like there's a huge amount of cover around. Could I see if there'd be a good reason for us to approach this stealthily? Uh, I don't know if we know if it's necessarily a hostile place or sure. not. Sure. Give me... What, what sort of reason are you looking for? I'm looking to see if there's a bunch of armed folks milling about. I'm okay. hoping to see if it looks like they're entrenching different things. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is a, a massive cannon that's designed to shoot down uh, you know, space-faring vessels that come mm. by or something. Cool. Give me an awareness test plus 20, please, from your magnoculars as you're taking a little peer and seeing what a better wrecker you could do. Oh my god, thank god for the plus awesome. 20. So, that is a successful roll. Um, I'm going to say that from these towers you can see, there do seem to be um, weapons emplacements in them. You see, I think, maybe one heavy bolter, and then there seems to be just sort of sandbags, but you kind of see people milling around on the inside. You doubt they've got any sort of artillery or anything in there but it's it's this seems to be a, a a building that has been recently turned into a sort of improvised fortress with sandbags and debris and the like um i'm going to say from your slightly raised position you can see that around this central building there is some kind of courtyard you can't really see in it other than the fact that it is there um you don't see much going on outside of it. You see a few more people milling around, but it doesn't seem to be too active here. Um, the debris is mostly what looks like sandstone chunks and all this kind of thing. It's not like it's tank traps and all this kind of thing. It does seem to be more improvised than it is uh, intentional. It might be the case. They already know the blades are coming in. I'm seeing a bolter up top and what looks like a little <laughs> bit of... A little bit of them trying to fortify the place. So, we probably shouldn't go in and say, hey, we're with the Blades. That seems like a bad idea. Pussy hole. What? what? He, he called you a pussy hmm? hole, I think was the word he used. I, I, I don't even have a response for that. So, fellas, what is the plan now? I mean, I'm content with us rolling up to the scene with the ceiling missing and uh, trying to see if they're friendly? It doesn't seem like they're going to shoot us on sight. I mean, it's a scriptorium, right? It's a bunch of book nerds in there. Yeah, book nerds, those fuckers. Um, yeah. So are you taking the the centaur? Are you leaving it behind? Are you going on foot? Are you taking your horse? I'm taking the horse. Cool. That's coming with my worry is that we come back to the centaur and it's on blocks again. Right. BGZ is willing to stay with the centaur, don't worry. Gotcha. I was worried, now he's, I'm not worried. He's your alarm system, basically. Um... But what if we come back and BGZ's on bricks? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking his legs. <laughs> not, uh, again. not again. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, yeah, I, I like that. So you're going on foot with the horse trying alongside you. Um... So yeah, there are three of you, four including the horse. Uh, eventually you hear a shout go up from one of the towers, and then soon after you hear the thunder of hooves. There are three riders who are approaching you on lithe desert horses. They have headcloths that are blowing in the wind. They don't appear to be 
as armed or armoured as much as the Blades of Resh were. These people do not carry spears with them. Um, but you see each of them has a, a sizable sword sheathed on their waist alongside a laslock slung over their shoulder. It looks like through the headscarves there is one uh, young girl and then there are two elderly men. One of them seems almost ancient. The central figure, um, the younger of the two old men, um, approaches you and he dismounts his horse and slowly walks over to we, uh, towards you, maybe 30 feet away. Um, Luther's at least going to put his hand up in a friendly gesture of saying, like, hey, we're, you know, we're friends. Don't shoot us. That kind of thing. The man says something to the um, to the other two riders who are with him, um, one of which makes a vague hand gesture towards the scriptorium. And um, as he approaches closer, he calls out to you, Good morning! Good morning to you! Alrighty, ho! How can I help you all? He says. I'm going to be honest, I didn't think we get this far. Spiders. Spiders? <laughs> I genuinely didn't hear what you <laughs> said. I was just You're a little quiet. Yeah. Um... I said, yeah, uh, we're here to fuck spiders. And then went, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, did not hear that. Um, he does not also hear your, your speak about fucking spiders. Um... <laughs> Darn. You got, you got any spiders? <laughs> That's not going to win but hearts and minds. I can have sex with. <laughs> he, he does not respond to your spider sex request. Words I never thought I would say in Dark Heresy, but here we are, boys. <laughs> you expected better from me, you're wrong. I should have. Yeah. So, what would you like to do? He's just approached you quite friendly. Uh, we've We've come to learn. He kind of looks at you strangely, like you're whilst you are wearing desert robes, you're all clearly off-worlders. Um, he says, learn what? Uh, about the scriptorium. He nods his head and says, well, very well. First, your your names, please. Ah, uh, oh god, we didn't come up with names. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck was that? Was that, was that just a last gun the last pistol off. in the distance? Yeah. You just accidentally been discharged. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh, my name. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm embarrassed. I like to think that that was EGC shooting at like a vole or something. The <laughs> 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 area secure. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. I didn't realize that Keep would have to your soundboards off of my podcast, dog. So help me, God. Soundboard. Yeah, sure it wasn't. You to, scum. I'm trying to get Tell it to the judge. Yeah. I was using app. I'm using something called App Zapper. Well, okay. We'll let the audience decide. Well, as, as everyone seemingly hesitates, Amelia's just gonna say, "I'm Amelia." He nods his head uh, to you, Amelia. Uh, Lothar. He does the same to you, and then looks to you, Tora. Tora. It's good to meet you all. I am Falahadad, elder of the Mutalali tribe. Um, welcome. Welcome to the Skyscraper's scriptorium. Yeah. And he sort of walks back towards his horse, kind of gesturing for you all to sort of follow him. 
Wait a minute. Do you think the Mutalali tribe? tribe from the Oasis. He said he is elder of the Mutalali tribe. Who you remember would have tried. Okay, and how long ago did we. He would have been there when we were here last. Potentially, yeah. I. Like, oh, blah, 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 whatever your name was. <laughs> well, I had that, but thank you. Again. No, yep. I'm joking. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually going <laughs> to. Yeah. But uh, when he says the, the the tribe or whatever, mm. he's like, I uh, I guess if anything, maybe, you know, like, I, I'll take the, the hood down of mm. the, the desert thing mm. and kind of give him, like, a. I don't know. I guess, if anything, using my a history check, my mechanic and all that stuff to see if I yeah. do recognize. Like, does this match anything? Like, is my own memory? Maybe not, but maybe my Ooh. technology. I can. Quickly, okay. You know. Yeah. Give me um. For actually, no. This give me a logic uh, test. Logic. Logic test. Cool. I give you give you. Where a is that? A, oh, God knows. I think that's the first roll for oh, it. There it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me a plus ten on this, actually. Uh, no plus though, right? A uh, plus ten. Plus no, 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 but I don't put the plus. Oh no, no, just just uh, the number. I'll re-roll that. Okay, give me a, give me a re-roll with that spicy. spicy or can I auto succeed or not? I don't think so with no. logic. Let's see. Hey, that it's outside of range. Yeah. Damn. Afraid not. Um, you reckon, given his description of himself as elder of the Metalali tribe, you reckon? He was probably there, but you don't recognize him. Uh, well, he's gonna, he's gonna roll I wish I could remember. The, the, I'm terrible with names for anything, yeah. let alone, um, let alone this. For, I, I will say, from like a personal level, you have not met this NPC before in terms of someone by this name. <clears throat> so that makes you feel better before you start looking at notes no, and stuff no, no, no. and going off. Oh, no. I'm trying to remember, like, who's the like. The young man we like fought alongside with, though. He, oh, the one he, who got obliterated. Yeah, he's dead as he, shit. Oh um, shit! But like, that's a name I might. Recall. I believe he was called Saleh. S A L E H. Because I'm just gonna say the yeah, the rem remember that name. Mutalale tribe. Is that, that's how you say it. Yes. Uh, it's like yeah, that uh, that name is familiar. We. We've returned to this desert. We once fought alongside tribe and mentioned. He nods his head and kind of turns back. Well, his... some of us did. He says, yes, I am. Um... Hello. <laughs> I, I remember you arriving alongside other Skyfall. And there was great bloodshed on the Oasis that day, but things changed rapidly then. But I, I do remember well, uh, your presence. We We... Desperately need to understand what has changed. That's why we've returned. You did, your people, at least some of you, those who were willing, stood their ground to help us. I feel, <laughs> I kind of look back to Lothar, I kind of feel like we owe them. Lothar nods. He stands quite proudly and says, My son Verndan was killed by the other Skyfallen that came to face you. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. He's a no. It is a. It was a noble death. A warrior's death. Come, let us go back to the scriptorium and out of this heat. I'll speak more with you there. And he mounts up on his horse again and sort of rides. As he is going to side mouth and go like, ah, it kind of changes our plans a little bit, don't you think? 
as he rides, he sort of introduces the other riders with him. He says, oh, this is Venra. And a young girl, probably about 13, takes a headscarf down. Um, she's riding the horse better than anyone you've ever seen. And uh, he points to the even older man next to him and says, and this is Lactuf. And the man turns around and it's all baby. It's all gums. And he goes, Aah! and yeah, <laughs> you, you guys head over towards the scriptorium. Or it, like... Of the consequences of a of a good gum job. Stop! Why do you always every time there is someone without teeth, like it's a skull or like an old guy without teeth? You're thinking, <laughs> how can I fuck this? You would not believe. Like I have to mark this as explicit on Spotify as a result of mostly Torah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was from all the cum guzzling cunt fucking we do. Yeah, that too. But oh baby, there's a one person who's the source of that. It's Torah. And Where do you make them roll every time for yeah, it? Yeah, that's the reason I think we haven't hit it off into the mainstream yet. You know, we haven't got a subreddit set up or anything. I think it's because of that explicit rate. We're not hitting that mainstream audience because of you, Og. I'm blaming you, personally. You can't say <laughs> yes. mean things on Reddit, that's true. Blame okay. me, not the pornography writer. Yeah, hey, don't bring that up here. <laughs> anyway, you guys get towards the scriptorium. Um, it is a... It's not a fortress. It is fortified, if that makes sense. It it's quite hard to tell what it is because you guys are quite unfamiliar with the local culture but it looks probably similar to some of the buildings in Vradim were before they were destroyed with sort of large sandstone walls or quite domed roofs or that kind of thing um, as you ride in through this sort of central gate you feel the guards on the parapet watching you as you come into the courtyard you notice there are quite a few sort of armed figures here they all seem to be um, some of them are wounded. You see a few people sort of nursing leg injuries, a few people having their eyes bandaged, that kind of thing. Um, most of them seem armed as you would expect for these desert dwellers, sort of laslocks. There's a few actual las guns here and there. Um, one person has a chainsaw, but that's about it. These are not well armed or armored people. You also see quite a few figures in sort of quite muted grey robes who all seem to be quite elderly with sort of long grey beards. And they wander sort of through the crowds, attending people, but also kind of hurrying around doing their work, whatever that is. They do seem to be in quite a rush, though. He, sorry, Falahadad, um, dismounts his horse, quickly tying it up. It's sort of an improvised stable here. Inside the courtyard, you see there are quite a few horses and camels here, which are obviously separate from the horses. It's, yeah, it's a little camp within this strange or temple-like structure. He turns to you and says, Here, come with me upstairs and it'll be a little bit cooler. He opens a door in the side of the fortress and do you follow him? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So you'll walk through here. It is a sort of mess of winding passages, but eventually you feel like you're going upwards. Eventually you find yourself in a great domed room, the inside surface of which is scrawled with um, tiny, tiny pockets of light which are piercing through onto the sandy floor beneath. It almost looks like they are stars. There is a large round table in the middle of it upon which are scattered what looks like the drawings and scrawlings of a madman. There are maps, there are charts, there are mathematical equations that you would be able to solve in an instant, Amelia, but people here are without tools. It seems to be some kind of almost ancient laboratory. The elderly man takes a seat and sort of offers for you all to do so. A few of the scholars who are here kind of collect their 
maps and such and sort of go off to the corners of the room. Corners of the room. It's a round room. They go off to the sides. <laughs> After you they take your the seats, of the room and explode. They just keep going round. It's terrible. <laughs> is there is there any sense to this stuff or not at all? Um, it seems to be actually no. Give me an. Ooh, what logic would... test. I think this would be logic again. We're getting two in a row. Cool. Um, yeah. The logic has got a one in it, and my intelligence is fifty. It's yeah. Surprising. Make sure you're rolling it with intelligence with your big brain. I am. Yeah. Jesus that's a 95, Christ. that's also not a farce. Um, Amelia, yeah, it doesn't make fucking sense to you. <laughs> like, maybe it's the handwriting, you're used to seeing this in very sort of um, regimented Martian oh. script, but this is, you know, it's handwritten notes, it's a mess. Um, the elderly man takes a seat and he turns to you all and says, well, what would you like to know? My understanding, this uh, Blades of Fresh uh, They've effectively split off from what happened, correct? He nods his head. He says, when you left, there was a split in the tribe. I, as much as it ashames me, fled in the chaos that ensued after their departure. The youths went off in search of glory, leaving the old and the young behind. We had to do what we could to save the tribe. And... And survived. What was that, sorry? I was going to say, it sounds like you survived. He did, yeah. <laughs> and from my understanding, they they just seem to want to take control of of the desert by force, and those who don't survive will die, and those who are strong will join. He nods and said, the, the tribes have fought and have always fought. It is never outright war. There is bloodshed, there is fighting, there is dueling, but never on this scale, particularly without using the weaponry of the Skyfall, which I'm sure you're all familiar with, being Skyfall yourselves. The blades, in my opinion, go against the ways of the desert. Whilst the tribes have fought, there is a careful balance between the animals here, the water here, and the tribes. Between the tribes, there is the most precarious of balances of all. No one is more powerful than the other. We each have our territories. We each meet to trade as much as we do to fight. I worry what the Blades will do once they have taken this desert. The balance of the Desert of the Burnt Kings will tip. Where do they go outside of here? Do they go to the north? Into the plush grasslands? Where else do they go? It, it would be untold slaughter, and I'm glad I will not live to see it. Well, yeah, very much. Where does it end? He kind they of gives you a sad shrug. They claim to only want the desert, but it would be only for their people. The blades are formed, as far as I can tell, from those of many tribes. Majority were from Mutalali, but I've heard they've right, but well, only for those they deem worthy to follow them. He nods his head and says, "Yes, that." Seems so. I doubt they would take an old man like me. Who have they taken? The young. Those who will fight, who have a lust for blood and glory in their hearts. Men and women have this in their youth. I'm sure every person goes through it, but most grow out of it. These these indulgences are gonna, a petty thing. You're going to shoot a glance towards Torah. <laughs> 
Ooh, actually wow. chewing on a compass. Ooh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Most grow out of these things will have um, more safe Got outfits. Got any rats to smoke? Uh, we don't smoke rats here. Um, Got any rats? There's oh. a lot of lot of paper around. There is no open <laughs> flames in this building. Um, it's they take the young. Sort of quietly, the lighter he was about oh. to. <laughs> he put that stuff away. Uh, he explains that, yeah, the, the blades kind of take people with these urges of, you know, the things that would usually have outlets in sort of tribal sporting fights is now being, instead of dealt with through these more sort of um, peaceful outlets, are now being um, encouraged and unified. They also have some relics, as they say. But is there anything else, any other power they've obtained that you know of? In any sense. It almost seems like maybe we're wrong, but that Fresh is someone they can reach, not just a heavenly figure. A, a few of the scholars in the in the sides of the room sort of murmur at this and says, uh, Falahadad says, um, this is not my home, this scriptorium. This is where the, the watchers of Resh live. It is here that scholars and wise men come and they study the falling of Resh's gifts. We try and plan where the next ones will arrive so that we can claim them. There are great bounties, great weapons that are... Um, bestowed upon Dresh. Dresh is in the heavens with the Emperor at his right side, as are his angels and all the rest of the myriad forces of the Emperor. The Skyfallen, like yourselves, are motes of dust born upon the stars. That is where Dresh is, at least to, to me and to the, the wise men here. Where the so blades they... think Dresh is, is well, I do not know. So what they speak then is blasphemy to you. He nods his head slowly and says, "Yes, Vresh is a saint of the Emperor. He is his friend, his strong sword arm beside him, but the Emperor is still there. He kind of he he reaches into sort of his robes and kind of pulls out quite a battered worn Aquila. You remember one of the other um, traders you saw had this." Uh, it has been thumbed many times, as if to kind of prove his allegiance to you. It is on a very gnarled string. We 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 know you are faithful. Our our concern is with the blades. I, I, as you guys are preparing, you should know that they aim to come here next. Though this is probably not much of a surprise for you. He. Nods and says, yes, we have as many scouts as they do, I think, although perhaps older or younger. Um, I'm tired of running. My legs cannot take it, and there are few places left to run anymore. I've not heard from Ishwala or Trelna. They have, we've lost contact with them, but Skystair is, is where we will make our stand. Vresh is... Still in the hearts, I believe, of the blades. As much as they scream his name as they're swinging their sabers, I, I, I do not believe they believe the same as I do. I do think, though, that they would hesitate to strike at not a holy place, but a place of honor and respect 
and our society here. Hence, we have fortified it in case they will. Not from what they've told us. Are they coming? Didn't he just say they were? Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's... Uh, Lothar's going to nod. He kind of sighs quite sullenly, says very well. We will do what we can to intensify our preparations, but I fear it will not be enough. Well, I think as, I have something. It's just one other There's there a... Uh, regardless of if they rash this or that, the head of the blades, is there so, like someone or someone's stirring up the people? If they were gone, would it end or would it continue? I do not know. My experience with the blades has been limited. Those we have spoken to say they answer to Vresh. Other than that, I do not know if there was one instigator, one person that they they were all rallying against, or four, rather. Both are, like, it's all what to do, how to best help the most people, but... I say we make a show and force force their strongest out. I think you're right. I think we've got to give the people here a fighting chance. And Lothar is going to try and gesture as wildly as he can over to whichever corner of the circle room that mm-hmm. the scholars have gone over to. Yep. They grab fresh paper and pens or quills or whatever they've got. And Lothar's going to pull out his copy of the primer. Awesome. Yeah, I think they get out some um, some more of this paper. Uh, where they've got paper from in the desert, you're not sure, but they carry it with a, a great sense of reverence as they put it onto the table ahead of you. Well, they clearly get it as they strip the flesh off of the dead and use yeah, it obviously. as paper. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> They're not barbarians. No, no. <laughs> um, Lothar is going to... Um open up to certain passages where in the primer it goes into how to build proper entrenchments, how to build traps, how to do this, how to do that. So copy these down, show it to everyone here, and prepare. He... I I think, yeah, one of the the younger of the elders, um, the youngest (laughs) of these scribes is still ancient, he frantically copies it down. Another um, scribe does the same. They're copying down proper entrenchments, they're copying down booby traps, all this kind of thing. Um, Falahadad sort of stands and looks at your plans and says, what we truly need is more. We have 36 fighters here with horses and camels alongside 20 children. That is all. We have enough armament for all of them, but in face of the blades, it is nothing. Sounds like it's time for our squad to get tested. Sounds like you're right. Let's let's call driver down. Get him driving. I do not want, wish to press the children into war, but if if it is what is needed to be done, then so be it. With them, we would have think, perhaps fifty six. I think it's appropriate to bring children to war. Similar to what happened <laughs> to me. And look at how well I turned out. Uh, I can, yeah, I can absolutely won't tell. Be that necessary all. as long as we can. Uh, Oh, well, as long as we have the time to set things up, speak on our end. <laughs> Perhaps others from the other tribes would help us, but we've been in fear to reach them. We 
send out scouts, but we cannot afford to lose any more. They do not come back. What about the tribe from the sky? Well, that is you, Skyfallen. Yes. Yeah, no, but what? Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> We're on the same page, he says, and kind of points at the metaphorical page ahead of you all. Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm not that great on the reading. That's fine. Wait, you're <laughs> wait, you're a you're a group of enlightened monks, are you? One of the scholars turns to him and says, "Well, less monks, less sky fallen, more. Um, uh, we prefer scholars." We're, we're... All right. Well, look, I've lost some pages from this very important book. Do you happen <laughs> to have a copy? Of- um, in your vast library that you can be uh, what, what is be relevant to the desert <laughs> what is what is it you have lost the younger one says stopping well, his uh, drawing the, of a booby trap I've lost um, I've lost the aquatic part of my um, <laughs> of my book of killing things Oh. The desert's like an ocean with its life underground. <laughs> no true words have ever been spoken. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we... Most, most oceans become deserts over time. What I hate is that he's right. We do not have any um, books on such things, but um, we have a small selection of artifacts and fossils we have found. We believe some of those were once waterborne. Would that be of any use to you? All right. Not really. How about old Funarak's colouring in sheets? Um, and th- there is a murmured hush from the scholars, and one of the Elder Ones heads off um, into a back room. After a while, he very reverentially unwraps a not a colouring in sheet, but a Funarak's drive-through menu which he lays in a place of honour on the centre of the table. Torah would bows deeply and respectfully and then makes the sign of Aquila across his chest. They all do so. You make the sign of the fudder. <laughs> in the name it's, of the fudder and the, the records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, for those of you listening at home, Critter and I just he did it as if you're trying to bite into a burger. Like, that's the sign <laughs> of the fudder. Right <laughs> that's that's oh, stupid. And the bond, the bond of fudder. What we do is crap and you go, one person does that. Yeah. You go up and go, I'm num num num. Oh, it's lovely. Oh. oh, wouldn't it be like, yeah, you make I can't a burger wait you and then you stack your hands. <laughs> so I've got that out of my You boys, if we get out of this situation, I will, I will, I will get you out of this shitty uh, stick in the mud situation if you copy that manuscript for me. That's very important to me. Uh, the younger scribe says, "Yes, Toro, we will, we will." do so. Uh, and he takes you off to a back room to do your um, perverted request. Um, okay, alright, boys. We're calling I, everyone. I, I, I hate the fact that now you're going to get an illuminated drive through menu. That's the <laughs> least favorite part of this whole thing for me. <laughs> so what, what would you like to do, Pierre? Slap Tor upside well, the well, head for like drive through menu. Uh, Lothar, you can't. Uh, whatever preparations you think are necessary, I'll leave in your hands. But obviously, we need some additional firepower. 
I hand the shock and awe. I hand the Vox then Amelia said, Okay, I have work to do then. I'm well, gonna leave I was this gonna say, I was gonna go heal the injured. I and then we oh, I'm yeah. look at Toro. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. When as Lo, as Lothar's distracted, so Lothar's wants to hand the phone over to Tora. He's probably pouring in the manuscripts. Tora would like to grab the boxcaster. Okay. Ab- ab- absolutely. I think as soon as as soon as Lothar realizes, oh no, the only one left is Tora. Like, would like, have I, I will have time to use it. Yeah. Tora hits redial. Okay. <laughs> it's the only button other than on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. No, if anything, I it, like we could uh, while you, uh, like fuck it. Do we care? These people have seen us do all this sort of stuff. We could just—they don't know how special a Skyfall and we are. So, but out of character, I'm saying that mm. uh, it might be a good idea to have that as a private conversation. Yeah, I was saying because we could just yeah, do it here while you're writing stuff down. So before we do um, the wonderful phone call with Tora and Dad. Um, mm-hmm. So, Lothar, you're going over like sort of trench emplacements that could be dug around the scriptorium or this kind of thing. Um, uh, yes, and well, I would be taking. If you can't, it, I'd be taking with no, permission check. one of the gray robes uh, to go around with, so awesome. that I'm not then seen by the scouts and stuff like that. That I'm sure the blades have out this way. Yeah, awesome. Um, okay, the, the where, where we saw them. At, uh, call out crossing, right? That was where they seemed to be fortified a little bit. Okay. So, look, so if we set up a gun emplacement here... No, uh, do not draw a penis on my man, I swear to God. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. So whilst, whilst Lothar's going over the tactics, Amelia, you're going down to sort of help with the, well, the wounded? I mean, knowing that the Voxcaster is going to be handed to Tora, she's going to join that conversation first. Probably a good idea. And then go down. Yeah, that is a um, good call. Like, the th- you ever seen those videos of like the three-year-olds that pick up their mum's phone yeah. while they're filming? It was like... <laughs> I, man, I, I pictured that one vine of that kid running around. He goes, what do you got there? He's like, a knife! Yeah. That's what I pictured the Voxcast. Yeah. Lothar, Lothar thinks the Voxcast has been handed to Amelia until Tora rings the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys sort of walk out of the, the, the tactical chamber here. Um, and, yeah, I, <laughs> I think uh, you ring, and then after a moment you hear the, the familiar voice going, Hello. Hi, Dad. Uh, oh, yeah, it's me. Oh, hello, Tora. And Amelia. Oh, hello. hello. I, uh, <laughs> we promised Lothar's not dead. Yeah, I, uh, that was going to be my second question. After, oh. how are you doing? Um, All right. Well, uh, wait, well, wait, wait, wait. Um, how we've... many guns do we have? <laughs> uh, that that's quite a big. Um, what do, you, what do you mean we? Is in oh good big guns. Uh, Wayne, how do we address? Are we supposed to address him as inquisitor? You, you call him what you want. How he will react will change. Uh, <laughs> a, I have to kill this dog. Oh, no. like inquisitor Lane or whatever. You yeah, know. you can call him Lane. Um, <laughs> bitch boy. Yeah, uh, Papa. We've covered the old tribe that once helped us fight. And we're looking to make a show against uh, <clears throat> the Blades to call out their strongest members and finally solve this situation. As such, we need some shock and awe, and we were thinking perhaps it's time for 
our new stormtroopers to see some action. He goes. He presses a few buttons, and then your data slate um, pings, Amelia. As he resends you a file. Um, I will remind you all. You have some available assets now as throne agents. You can use these as you see fit. You are in command of these, not me. Further stuff can be requisitioned, but um, I'm unlikely to give it because I'm a stingy bastard. Uh, well, does the Stormtrooper platoon include our guys? Yeah, so you, you got, like, five guys. Oh, no, you, I yeah. think you got four people. That's a different burger chain. How dare you? Yeah, yeah I cannot yeah. recall. So you got that, you got four people who were split between the two existing squads to make up um, a full platoon of twenty, who are generally divided into two squads, one in each Valkyrie. Um, you've also got uh, three. Well, you've got two fighter craft and then one ground attack aircraft. I say we definitely know that they have some anti-air, so if we're going to come in with air, we need something to knock that out or prevent it quickly. Mm. So there's an anti-ground. Like, you have a ground attack craft, um, but again, it's flying, so anti-air would Lightning, be a difficulty. air superiority. They don't have air to worry about taking out. They do not have any... Well, that we know of. No. That we're aware of, yeah. Now, these... So basically, you've got... In terms of the aircraft... You've got a ground attack craft, so this is low orbit, high speed, will basically it's an AC-130, will bomb the shit out of, or shoot the shit out of a armoured column okay. or a an area. You've got two fighters, which are both good at dogfighting, but also can be used in a ground attack role. They've got HE and incendiary uh, missiles. You've also got two Valkyries, which you know, a transports, but they can be used in the offensive role. They are armed with Hellstrike missiles, which are high explosive, alongside some heavy bolters and multi-lasers. But they are generally used in well, a transport capacity. It sounds like capacity. if we take the Stormtroopers, and they would need both transports, if they, I'm understanding correctly. So, the Stormtroopers can deploy in two ways. Either you have them come in with Valkyries, which means you can tell them exactly where to drop, and the pilots will try and land there, even under fire. Alternatively, you can have them halo drop in, which is basically they will jump in from high orbit and be pretty close to where you're going, but there is, you know, they'll be as close as they can be, but there is no risk of them being. Um, well, if they drop shot in from high really. orbit, is that individual pods like Halo, ODST um, stuff? It is more, think more paratrooper, as in, you, you have ridden in one of these. They come in in grav shoots, so they will jump out of a Valkyrie in very high orbit and then. I've got to go poop, so I'm going to mute myself. Okay, <laughs> thanks for telling us. Go poop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you will come in. On the cast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no worries, Tora. Big love. Um, but yeah, so basically, they could come in either in the Valkyries, as in fly in like and land, or jump my, in. My judgment would be bring the Valkyries, bring the troopers, and bring the AC-130 because that's going to need to blow up wherever the fuck any anti-air is. Okay. So you start out with just a, uh, you know gunning down whatever anti-air they can see, and then the Valkyrie come in. That would be my suggestion. That's what I would ask for. So Lane's tactical advice. Um, bear in mind, if you lose any of these, you're getting them back yourself. So, don't lose them. Um, perhaps speaking with, no offense, Amelia, but speaking to Lothar, perhaps tactical advice, he's probably been in battlefields with these kind of aircrafts before. Um, if you're planning on fighting a battle, I would um, defer to our dear guardsman friend, um, perhaps over Tora instead. Um, 
Torrid grabbed the phone. Oh, I understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just have the bead and like uh, just relay like uh, as some. Lothar, you need. We need a minute of your time. Uh, yeah. One second. Um, give me. A, yeah. Make sure you've got those. Perfect. Right there. <laughs> Sorry. What's going on? Uh, just mention. Uh, you know, I, I remind you of the same uh, document here of the things we have available to us, and uh, we're just going over about how to actually deploy. I thought was. Eh, re-explain what I was talking about. Right. Well, my gut's telling me that if they're 200 strong, that they're relying on their numbers to overwhelm here. They probably have a couple of anti-air vehicles and things like that. (laughs) That Hydra empty bit that we found. So, whatever we want to do... Uh, hold on, let me check the data slate. Uh, An Avenger, huh? Okay. Um, all right, here's what I would do. We want something to knock out from a distance, ideally, some of the um, things that would be anti-air, probably having the Avenger around here, and uh, using aircraft to deal with anti-air is not always a good idea. No, you're right. Um, voice in my head, but at the same time, it's I'm going to go now. Like, if we if we drive the troops in rather than use the thing, like and I feel like they're just going to be floating in the air to get shot up too. So they they come down hard and fast. Like they well, they, they will literally still have flak shots or whatever. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sky. But there's a lot. There are a lot smaller targets and are a lot faster than just a Valkyrie coming in. That's the whole, and as well, like right. sure, if you hit one of them, you hit one of them, but you don't hit an entire ten man team. That's what I was gonna, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it survivability wise as well as shock and awe wise? If we had twenty pods coming down, it's going to be very hard for them to hit them on the way in, even with a Hydra. So as well, well I mean, in terms of Halo deployment, I'll point out these aren't drop pods. These are unarmored. It's literally a, a guy with a grav shoot on. Think more jumping out of a plane with a tiny jetpack on than it is. Hmm. Um, it's, it's how you guys deployed to deploy the Lamentum Canticum, if you remember. You jumped out the back of a Valkyrie in high orbit. Right. And you don't you don't have any armor. You were just going fucking head first, and then you deployed a grav shoot, which stops you from breaking your legs when you land. But, you know, if it deploys at the right point. Right. So then, if that's the case, it might be better. Mm. We've really got to. I mean, we we can't do this with like guns blazing the whole way down here. It would have to be. I mean, we'd have to almost ambush them on the way in here. Hmm. I mean, they could drop in behind. I mean, that's quite, like how much. You actually want to deploy. Think. It's up to you guys. The Skystarer Scriptorium is fortified, but it is kind of in a valley, so it's not the most defensible of locations. Mm. Obviously, you can be offensive of the, on this. You can lay a trap for them. It's completely up to you. You've got the whole desert to play with. What you don't know is, well, 
you do vaguely know where they're going next, but beyond that, you're not really sure what their armament or equipment is. What their approach is going to yeah. be, yeah. yeah. I think before we commit anything just yet, have the stormtroopers at the ready. We're going to need them. I think at the same token here at the same time. Let's see about at least spooling up. Let's at least spool up the Avenger there and see what we can do with it. My gut tells me that we are probably going to be approaching this as carefully as possible, especially when they have numerical superiority. we got to hit them and have them not know where we are. So that's my take on it. But I think that's going to be made even easier when they eventually approach this position because then we can hit them from the other sides. They're not going to know what hit them in the first place. It's going to scare some of them off especially if it's something coming from the sky, so which will then absolutely force out some of their stronger things. That's my take. Cool. Um, I've got to keep helping out here really quick. I think the so... scholars like helping a guy kind of measure out a trench. That would be a good position, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. As that looks good. I Sorry, guys, hold on. That looks good. Lovely. So um, basically everything can be ready. So uh, just let me know what you want, where and when. Um, you will be able to connect directly to the pilots as they tell you exactly, you know, what they're capable of. Um, but all of these can be requisitioned. We could, if you told me now, I could have these deployed within 20 minutes. Well, uh, so I guess then we're saying have everything ready, but not necessarily sending it all. So you finished a phone call with Lane. What is the plan now? Uh, <laughs> Dead air. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> we have the... I think we have the air superiority. Maybe I take a crack team of myself, Slicey, and Stabby. I deflect tank. Well, I think we had confirmation they had at least one, but there could be more. You, you, yeah, you... Find their vehicle. You know for sure they have at least one that was taken from Verdine. You've not heard of them having any more, though. Could have a Bane Blade rule, you know? Mm. Mm. I think think would be a cause for concern. Cross <laughs> fight against a Lehman Rust tank is more likely on the table, I suspect. Oh, like a looted Rust? Yeah, possibly. Look at, that. Look at that. Look. Look at this fucking idiot grin. Look at this grin. Look at that. Look at the peer in close. <laughs> <laughs> Every passing day, I become more and more like that. <laughs> so what's the plan then? So yeah, you're slowly um, fortifying the scriptorium. Lane's basically said all the stuff is ready to deploy whenever you want it. Just give him the shout. But like, if you lose it, you lose it. You know? If you call down a bunch of shit and it gets shot down by flak tanks, that's it. You ain't getting that back. Do we have to go? We go back to the scholar to root more people. Right? You have to. You have to go to the. Yeah, you have to go and to the the gunship shop uh, to get another Avenger strike craft. I wonder if Yurt's got one. Yeah, pr probably in the back. You know. I almost am guaranteeing that yeah. he's got one. Well, so, yeah. Why? Why? Why don't get these guys fortified? Go back to where we know some of them are. All the fuck out of there. We give them a chance. We go, hey, look, they've come to a and we have found your marine one team. 
and go, hit it, boys, and uh, AC-130, the tower. We still need to clear the anti-air before we send in air. Well, well, why don't... Why don't we go back and then we have a look at the camp itself now that we've proven ourselves uh, and get a better sense of what's going on and then be like, we have found you wanting. Because we know... We know... We know roughly what they're. We know roughly they're between two hundred to three hundred, and that camp did not look big enough to support all of them. If I remember what God was telling us. Yes. So instead of letting them kind of mass their forces and get ready, why don't we strike them while the iron is cold? Sorry, there's another dog. I have to come here, here dog. Come here, dog. <laughs> Og, Og is talking to his dog in real life, who is terrified of his tour of fights for good reason. Uh, there's a genetic memory associated with that, which the dog is quaking in fear with. Um, but yeah, like, I, I quite like that idea of like, um, so y- your plan then is to go back to Quartz Crossing, go to the Blades and say, hey, yeah, we scouted it. Can we have a look around your camp, please? You hope they say yes, and then you push over the Hydra Flak Tank and then fuck off. <laughs> that sounds like a play to me. Well, I I am a master. I I don't I don't think you've quite seen my skills of stealth and stealth related accessories before. Myself is a um is a master of it, as it were. And why don't we go back under cover of night and see what we can find? I think that's a. Oh wait, am I with you guys right now? Or am I still building things? I mean, my, microbeads. You guys can also. This is over the microbeads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Tora's no, looking at a menu. Media's healing up some wounded fighters. Lothar's helping build a trench. You know, it's all you're all trying. Oh, Tora's yeah. Tora sitting in the kennel with the hunting dog. Just yeah. think, just about think. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the implication more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they wanted us to scout the place out or whatever. All we had to do is come back with information. True or not, I suppose. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the, the, the trouble with this part anyway, is what... Are they going to believe us if we say, oh yeah, no one's there, you know, which obviously, I would imagine they know more than that, but like, oh, there's only this or that, or oh, there's a lot of them, but like, you know, what are they going to believe mm. to actually accept us and like, let us in, like we asked? Hmm. Well, the value of having... Would... Like so, you know, oh, sorry, I was gonna say like they 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 no, 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 having no, please, good... no, please, no, no, oh yeah, no, sorry, no, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry, after yourself. No, please, no, come on, no, no. Please, no, thank you. So what I was gonna say no, was that... no, really, this is quality that. listening experience here at Occupod Studios. I hope you're enjoying it. You guys have no idea how hard it is to talk <laughs> and then also build a trench. Just say. Um, I'll go no, to a trench while talking. I can tell you that much. <laughs> God damn it! No, so the uh, the thing I was going to say was that oh, now I've gone. I forgot. Something. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about um, scouting and what they would believe in terms of numbers. Oh yeah, they they need they need to have they need to know that they're going to have their metal tested and have a fight basically, and that there's going to be strong ones that they can try and get out of this right if we say that there's a whole bunch of like it's it's a few of their finest warriors right like maybe that will be like ah yes we have some contest to us or something um 
I mean, if we try to scare them with what's not actually there, knowing they've got scouts, they're going to call that out. The other problem is if they just say, thanks for the information and give us nothing in return. Like, there's Mm. no, like, guarantee of anything on their side. Well, no, that's true. But, like, we also gave them things. So maybe maybe we get another... um, The one idea there that was put out there, I think, by Aug, and I don't think it was on or off camera yet, but that uh, what if we sent them another care package, but this time it's poison, and you know, some, some kind of a slow-acting thing. Like, I don't know, we give them a bunch of cheese, and if I, we find out they're all lactose intolerant yeah, or something. Yeah, that would show them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hold a rifle if I had to poop. <laughs> just saying. I just, I'm not... Uh... That's an unreliable idea. You're right, but it at least gets our foot in the door to, like, if we give them another thing, like, ah, yes, we welcome you into our fold, that kind of thing. Um, and say, ah, well, we can help. They valued us. strength more than food. Well, it turns out that food can create strength. Yeah, but they, I, what I'm saying, they have enough, I would imagine, already. Not true. I guess that's true. I, I feel like in a resource insecure area such as the middle of a fucking desert, supplies are always appreciated. Yeah, no, he's got a point. They might be alright with having a little bit yeah, of extra. But the, the last we gave, we're going to a specific destination. It's not like we give uh, give them poison food and then all their troops are going to eat it and be oh, you know, unable to fight the next day or whatever. Like, and I... I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Well, but that's why we sabotage more than one thing, right? Like, that I, would give us more options. I have a question for you, Amelia. Yeah. When it, when it comes to it, if the blades are also made up of children, are you going to be weird about it like you've been weird about every other thing so far? <laughs> you killed an innocent person. There's a difference. Uh, I, uh, I would like the receipts on that one there, champ. Uh, okay, how was anybody harmed? Uh, by by an unsanctioned witch? Oh yeah, wonder how anyone could be harmed. We were all unharmed. My ears hurt. <laughs> what? My ears really hurt, it was real loud. Okay, that's what not is, an excuse what is, what to start killing come, people. What do you do when you come... <coughs> Sorry, fuck. <coughs> don't do his voice if it will hurt you, Og. I don't want you killing yourself for this podcast. What does the guard do? What does the guard do when it comes across an unsanctioned psycho? Uh, I don't know. I'm almost positive that that's a question for me. Uh... Well, if there's a way to at least document and capture, like if I don't know, we come across one in the home world there, that way the black ship can come by and pick it up. Um but if we find one on the battlefield, we and, tend to kill it. Uh, and one that is one that is manifest manifested strong strong evil energy. That's <laughs> the... above my pay grade. I just they I, manifested they some energy, sure. It wasn't. So what? I, I think I think you need to talk to a, a banisher boy. Get a I, get a better sense of. 
So, so your Martian moral quandary yeah, aside. Yeah, as well, I'm a doctor. What do I do when I encounter a problem? I intend to fix it, not just kill it. Hmm. Not uh, kill the person, perhaps kill the disease. You want to open a portal to a disease dimension? You let unfunctioned psychics run around. Then you'll have plenty of disease. So, <laughs> so moral quandaries aside, what is what is the plan of action then? I'm going to say it's around midday in I, the scriptorium. Do we? I think we go. I think we go back either way. We under. Do we overstate or do we understate what the capacity of this? I think. I think. I think that go back understate the kind of resistance they would see and then worse comes to worse they come expect less of a fight and are instead met with trenches full of elite trained stormtroopers and um at trenches with elite trained stormtroopers Lothar sniping from the rooftops and me Dora. <laughs> um air support um, and then we can also go back and have a better sense of like what's going on in that camp I mean, that like information like pretty... is and if they capture like that's the what, other they part capture like, us? yeah two people going back to say this or that they get the information they want they've got no reason to really care anymore they could capture us and hey yeah bring down more food sure you know like there's you're they're, they're like, not what weak. It, they capture us with death and destruction. Okay, Lothar's gonna have the vo- uh, Voxcaster, not us. You're darn right I'm gonna. Ah, well, well they, they didn't see Lothar last time, we gave it the same way. That's fair. That way I can call it in if you guys get captured. Just come up, I guess, with a word to say with leaving your microbeads open like last time. Hey, I'm captured. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> so, Lothar is gonna stay in a sniping position. Tora's gonna hang back. Oh, sorry, Tora's gonna go in with Amelia and say, basically, we've scouted it. There's not that many people there. Hit it soon. Well, we wanted to say hit it soon. Oh no, no, but, you know. yeah, cool, cool. And then you could, you might be allowed a little poke around the camp before politely being told to fuck off. Well, the whole point was we wanted to like get in with them. So <laughs> yeah. like, it's not our trial done. Can we not, you know? Join the tribe, so to say. You can certainly ask. Um, cool. Um, so, in terms of transport, that was last day, so I will make you roll again to go back to Quartz Crossing um, of an evening. Yeah, so, are you doing the same Outrider thing? In that case, could I get a uh, driving test, please, from Amelia? A operate surface test, please, followed by a lovely D100, and I'll check on <laughs> Warwick's big table of desert shenanigans to see what hell ensues on your way back to Quartz Crossing. Cool, that is a 60... Ooh. Sorry, 51. Operate with one degree of success, and then give me a big fat D-Hunter. 27. Okay, cool. As you drive, I think buried in a route that you didn't quite take before, um, Rising out of a patch of sandstone, there is a gnarled obelisk. You've seen similar structures before in the desert. Uh, you see various offerings are piled around the base of it. You notice a figure knelt in quiet prayer before it. It does not appear that they have noticed you. What would you like to do? It uh, looks like we've come across an obelisk. Do they... Uh, no, no. Do they, do they look 
you don't have the red bandana or anything? They are hunched over in their desert robes. You can't really see much of them. Uh, I'm not really like sure from here. A shiny skeleton man. They do not look like a shiny skeleton man. Don't worry. <laughs> but it, it could be bizarre, the infinite. We never know. <laughs> Oops, all flayed ones. <laughs> Remember, you don't need to interact with everything. Yeah, just just some of these. Some of these aren't going to be. Oh, look! Here's a thing. It's like, hey, here's something. Do you want to interact with that? Tora, Tora will dismount the um, centaur. Cool. You dismount successfully. Um, approach approaches approaches with like hand on hilt of knife, but but not like aggressive, like grippy way. Just like resting there. Yeah. I take it, yeah, you're not being particularly stealthy with this. Um, is anyone else joining? I think BGZ staying in the on the heavy stubber. I think Lothar would be hanging hanging far out, just kind of eyeing the situation from afar. Sure. And Amelia? I'll stay in the car. Cool. <laughs> Engine on. Um, Tora, as you walk closer, you notice the man, because it is a man, um, he seems to be praying. He he kind of twitches a little bit, and he kind of half turns around at you. You get the feeling he's noticed you, but he kind of goes back to his praying um, and, and continues. It, it is a standard imperial ecclesiastical prayer. It's nothing um, outwardly heretical, you can tell. Um, after a moment, he finishes his prayer. He kind of dusts himself off, stands up. Um, he then picks up quite a gnarled walking stick alongside a bag of heavy belongings which he puts over his back and he kind of he kind of makes a strange gesture to you as kind of like a he bows his head he's still quite too far away you need to really see much of his face but he kind of gestures towards the obelisk and sort of nods politely at you hail how are you champion i am well how are you oh look come see tom fucking sir buddy what you doing all the way out here, huh? Uh, well, I, I live here. And, like in the obelisk? No, no, it, it, the desert. This is my home. You were clearly Skyfall. Oh, oh, I was, I, I was praying. How could you? How could you tell? He he looks you over <laughs> and just kind of. You can't see much from. He's got very heavy robes on, like more suited for a sandstorm than the kind of nice weather that you've got today. Uh, all you can really see are his eyes, um, one of which is quite grey and cloudy. He just kind of looks at you, <laughs> and you get a feeling that he's like, "You're fucking clearly Skyfall and Tora." What's your name, Asterix? Um, it's Alsavi, actually. But yes. Uh, uh, okay, Asterix. What the? Uh, what's uh, what's all this about then, huh? It's uh, it's for the emperor. He he kind of gestures to the obelisk. Uh, alongside the prayers that the other ones had, this one's actually got quite a cool mural of like the emperor up in heaven, fucking like casting rays of light down upon the desert, and it's the sickest fucking bit of religious art you've seen. It is old as balls. Sorry, and it and it says emperor on it, not yeah. Thresh? Yeah, yeah. Every mention of the emperor is there. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh, Abe, oh, hail the emperor. Throws the lazy sign of the Aquila. It gives you a very, very good sign of the Aquila back. You can see that his hands Tora are covered in gloves. Tora to do an even better sign of the Aquila, but fails. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't, you don't do it. Your thumb's caught really weird, and you end up throwing up a sign to the Wu-Tang Clan. 
Uh, like the like what's what's uh, uh, Lotha? You're a Catholic. Um, <laughs> The the something milk yeah, milk the, the Nina the Penta the Santa Maria yeah 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 no but the the the, the children's version milk of it, milk lemonade like around the corners chocolate made yeah milk yeah. milk lemonade that's, it. Yeah. that's what they taught that's the one that's yeah. the one thanks Jesus uh-huh. um, yeah the man the man is is dressed quite heavily for the the desert and he's quite thin even within his quite heavy robes um, but yeah he explains that he's praying at the obelisk. You live, you live here, but just that time. Like, where, we're about what half a day's travel between? Yeah, between Quartz Crossing, crossing and, and Sky Stairs. Yeah. Yeah. You seem like a spiritual man. What do you, what do you think of those, uh, those people that go stare at the sky, whatever they're called? The those at the Sky Stairs Scriptorium. Well, I've, I've never yeah. been in myself, but it is a, a, a good place of good noble people. With the, those. Seeking to understand Russia amongst the highest. Yeah, and and what about those other disciples of Bresh, the blades? He kind of shrugs and says, "I, they don't bother me. They've never seen me, and yeah, I've no uh, issue with them. But have you I, seen them? Well, yes, of course. Al Savi keeps Al Savi to himself, but um, I try and stay out of people's way." I thought you were a very clever man, Asterix. He, he nods his head slowly. What, 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 as kind of like a, as a man on the ground of it all, what do you reckon the desert's opinion if all the blades of thresh were, you know, accidentally pulled or something like that? Accidentally, what was that, sorry? Accidentally killed. Um. Well. He kind of thins his one good eye at you and says, what do you mean accidentally killed, Skyfall? Well, I mean accidentally killed by my knife. Oh, um, yeah. No skin off my balls, I say. Ah, that's good. They've taken the skin off your balls, you say. (laughs) No, 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 that's... No, I mean, it will be no big loss to the desert. Those who have those kind of impulses will be drawn to each other and they will destroy each other, but... I stay out of it all. My loyalty is to myself and the desert. Uh, I like I like the way you think. Thank you. Like to like to like to offer him a a, a refill from of his canteen from my water canteen and then continue onwards. Uh, as, as you open up your water canteen, he he raises one hand to you and says, "Respectfully, I I declined your offer, but thank you, Skyfallen." But you don't you you, you don't think my piss water is good enough for you? No, no, it is it is for your own good, Skyfallen. I, what do you mean? Uh, he he pulls down his um, the lower side of his um, headscarf to reveal his face is knotted and matted with um, awful-looking sort of w- scars and scabs, and it's he, he is a diseased man. He does not look well. Oh, you're one of them jumping people. He he lets out a rare laugh and says, yeah, I I suppose I am Skyfall. Well, I'd shake your hand, but it would probably fall off. See you on the flip side, Asterix. 
he gives you a thumbs up, and as you do so, you notice his little finger it's missing. He says, you, you take care now, Skyfall, and good meeting you. I said nice to see you, Asterix. Fred saunters back over to the centaur. Drive. Nice. Nice. So yeah, you guys continue towards Quartz Crossing, leaving a salvi by himself as he sort of gives you another wave, um, a, a four-fingered wave as you, as you head off. Um, I love watching your face when I said that. A leper, a leper, fucking awful. Um, yeah, you guys reach Quartz Crossing. I'm going to say it's about 5pm, the sun is setting on this lovely desert evening here. Um, same setup as before, BGZ in the in the vehicle, Lothar set up, and mm-hmm. the boys... Tora and Amelia swagger walking down the dune towards them. Um, mm-hmm. As you do so again, the same cry goes out, and the same sort of group of guards actually come out, and the, the scout approaches you. Says, "Hail, Skyfallen!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your ways are strange to me, Skyfallen. That's what your mum said. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> there's, a, there's a real weird energy from Og today. It's it's very. Hostile. <laughs> I'm loving it. Go. Yes, yeah, so he, he's greeted you. Quartz crossing. Did we return from the sky. There's. And and what news? We do returned you from the sky mission for the the skyfall and sky mission of sky scouting the sky there in scriptorium. And and what did you learn there? Bunch of old men with guns. How how many? Uh, now, the guy said I, there was 36 people who were able to fight capably with horses, guns, and the like, plus 20 children. We saw, we saw about... Uh, hard to tell because they weren't, they weren't the uh, super chuffed to see us roll up. But I would say we, we, saw in, we saw in the flesh at least eight... And would assume with the amount of kind of like horses and resources we saw nearby between 10 to 15 in total um there were some kids toys out there so there's definitely some good eating and i would say maybe like another maybe 15 to 20 children seems like a lot of the uh all the men of the desert uh, uh, a lot of the men of the desert are either dead or here and there's but, uh, groups of roaming children about the place so I would assume a two to one ratio. He he smiles and sort of smiles quite appraisingly at you and says, "Thank you, Skyfall, and this is fantastic to know." Um, now tell me, what can what can the Blades of Resh do for you? We value honor here. You have done a good deed for us, and if it's only right, it is returned. Well, as my as my boss here, Amelia says, "Want to understand a bit more about you?" Wouldn't if you would not mind breaking unleavened bread with you? Uh, yes, of course. Why don't you two come and sit by our fire for a while? Love you. Yeah, we're okay with this. Cool. Um, he remounts his horses. His horse. He's only got one. And the three guards sort of trot back to camp with you following behind. Um, he then dismounts once he's, you know, tied up his horse. He. Walks over to you and Release he kind Amelia's of spy drone first. Ooh, he kind of, yeah, he, he's kind of pointing out the camp to you in kind of like 
he's giving you a tour, but he's doing it in quite like a prideful way. He's hmm. kind of pointing out the tower. He's sort of saying how it's of ancient construction, but now it's been repurposed for Vash's um, strength. It, it does seem to be sort of repurposed into some kind of observation post. Um, there is a uh, kind of telescope that's been set up on the top of it. Uh, ancient by Imperial Guard st- standards, but seems to be working at least. Um, there are quite a few tents which are kind of hidden behind the rise of the tower. Um, you reckon there is probably about enough room for about 40 to 50 soldiers here. The main event, if you will, is dug behind the tower into a pit, which you saw being dug a couple of days ago, is a hidden position for the Hydra Flak battery. Um, some sort of tan netting has been rolled out over the top of it, making it quite hard to see from the air, but it is in a good sort of solid position. They've reinforced this um, with sandbags. You kind of see that there is sort of an ammunition storage, which is very close by to it, um, containing a lot of fucking APHE ammo. As you walk towards the sort of more um, communal areas, towards the tents, um, there are several fires here, and the, the man takes a seat. Um, he, There's a few other of the blades here. All of them are, yeah, sort of men. There's a few women, not too many, all wearing these sort of red headscarves, and all of them have this... Um, V carved into their foreheads, though none as ornate as the guard who's been accompanying you, uh, with his extra sort of adornments. He kind of reaches into his pack and tears open uh, a ration pack, which obviously says fresh food on it. Um, and he he kind of breaks it open to you and tosses it into a pot in the middle of the fire, where it's being turned into a uh, very sort of nutritious-looking hearty broth. After some time, he grabs a ladle from a passing um, blade and, yeah, spoons out a bowl for each of you. He drinks it heartily. Um, just, oh, yeah. How can I help? What if, hypothetically, wanted you to join him in the sky? How, how do you feel the blades would react to a proposal such as that? As if we were to join... Fresh up in the sky. And the internal turtle conflict in the Emperor's good name. Well, that <laughs> he kind of chuckles to you and says, well, that is what we're trying to do. We will join Rash in the stars and continue his his fight there. Interesting. This, who is his fight with? Those who Rash tells us to fight the weak. Those who shall not be brought upon us shall be brought with it with the sword. Had Lane come down to this Imperial Guard coat, pretending <laughs> to be fresh. Yeah. Warning, fuckers! Bad news. <laughs> War's over. War's over. Sack it in. <laughs> but yeah, he, he explains that their their goal seems to be um, go up and join Fresh. Well, what if? Thor turns to Amelia and says under that, I was like, well, what have we brought him with us? I get where you're going with that, but I don't think that's exactly what they mean. We're not just going to suddenly do what we want just because they're uh, brought up. I I would say, in the greater bowels of a ship like the Ipcrest, as a 
lot of room for everything. Why don't? What if we picked him up and dropped him off somewhere on the way? There would be an Imperial Guard tied somewhere. I think at this point, I Lothar would pop in. I'm almost positive they would not get along with a Tithe going in. And for many, many reasons, I'm not going to get into over a microbead. Well, prison's hard. You went to prison and you get hazed. I just think the guard's quite a bit like prison, isn't it, Lothar? Uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so, walking into his lapel. Yeah, yeah. So the guy's kind of looking at you strangely. Um, Sorry, I'm just, I'm just communing, communing with this inside my own head. He kind of narrows his eyes at you and says, right. And how does Vresh uh, tell you new information, or do you just discern it from relics you find? Well, part of that is, you know, like they do at the Skystone Scriptorium, how they predict where Vresh is, but we have the Oracle, and the Oracle tells us where Vresh has hidden his, uh, his treasures, and we go there and, and, and as Vresh predicts, and as the Oracle predicts, they are there. So it's just a matter of finding new stuff, <clears throat> but well, otherwise, to prove your stray. Yes, we prove our strength, we, we gather what we can, and Hopefully one day we can use it to join Vresh in his his crusade across the stars. Slurp like... your soup loudly. This is some good broth. <laughs> Great broth. Thank you. Well, it's it's from your own, well, Vresh's own food stock, so it's uh, quite the quite the hit around camp, I can tell you. Yeah, eat fresh is the tagline I quite. Mm. <laughs> eat fresh just like fresh. like we eat Jesus right yeah <laughs> so yeah what, what were you going to ask me very angrily I'm just thinking like out of character it's like yeah. okay the idea of just <laughs> shuttling up 200 people to the Ipcrest to probably just get shot and killed because they're not going to follow along with anything does save us the trouble of fighting though potentially are you saying that out loud in I character? I said out of character. Oh, yeah, out of character, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to look up um, things about the Hydra mm. in my copy of the <laughs> Uplifting Primer. Nice. Um, so yeah, this guy does seem to say that basically they're gathering stuff for, under the command of someone called the Oracle. They're trying to gather what they can, gather the strongest from the desert, and then go find Resh, basically. My idea stands. What if, what if we could assist you, as offworlders? We understand the passage to the stars. What if we could assist you in joining Bresh in the stars? That would be useful. You would be valued servants of Bresh, as we all are. But that would be amazing to continue his crusade against those who have wronged him in the stars with your help. Yes, absolutely. Boys, I think I think we should take him with us. I'm not so sure just yet. Have they explained anything yet uh, about what Vresh is and the end goal of fighting in the stars? Uh, to to and what is the end goal of any guardsman? To die in his service. Um. I look. I don't. I don't know how to. What if? What if someone was to tell you that Vresh's enemies? were endless in the stars and that your fight would be eternal right 
standing against the darkness, the thin gray sphere against the enemies of the uh, Russian Imperium at large. Would you, would you and your men still be so happy to throw yourself into this meat grinder? Now, are you asking me or are you asking him? I need to clarify I'm asking, that. Um, I'm asking him. Okay. He looks at you strangely. He kind of narrows his eyes and says, why would we want to take the fight to the Imperium's enemies? Have you not been reading your book on Bresh? He <laughs> laughs at you and says, why would we read books on Vresh? Vresh is the desert. Vresh is in our lifeblood. There is no book on Vresh. Yeah, exactly. Ah, well. Uh, Vresh, as you have seen by the Imperial uh, Imperium Meritorium's all of Bresh's material, Bresh is one with the Imperium. The Imperium is one with Bresh. <laughs> he shakes his head and kind of stands up um, says perhaps once but Fresh has told us that that is no longer the case Fresh's place is to take the sword to them the sword to the Imperium he nods slowly and places his hand on just just the pommel of his chainsword Ooh. Why is that an issue? Uh, no issue. Just an interesting theological debate. What is what is the worship of Vresh if not to do it in his name? In Vresh's name, yes. Yes. You know what they say? <laughs> what does that mean? He says, slowly sitting back he down. Fresh, like the like the supplies that came from the sky. Yes. So, yeah. Or you've got to know that you just did the jingle for McDacos. <laughs> Sadly, no, defunct and taken over by Fudderucks. Yeah. There's, um, there's an entire secret inquisition. There's the there's <laughs> the radicals and the purists and the Fudderists. <laughs> there's an entire subbranch. Get rid of the history of Maccas. Yeah. Dedicated. To get rid of the history of anyone that opposed <laughs> Almighty Fudder. That is the twist that Lane is actually not part of the Order Xenos after all this time. <laughs> Order Fudder. Yeah, Order Fudderus. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, the, the Blade of Resh has basically said, yeah, we don't fight for the Imperium. We only fight for Vresh. In an interesting day. I would, I would like to learn more. I must, I, I've had a different interpretation of Vresh from my own teaching. Could you enlighten me more? He looks at you and says, if you wish to learn more of Resh, then bring us more gifts from the Skyfall and perhaps something we can fight with. And then then we will tell you more of Resh. What if, what if we get Gunnar to load all of the magazines backwards? So when they shoot the guns, it shoots them. That's, that's not how lost guns work. <laughs> if we just put a big mirror... Oh, thank you, Sky. <laughs> Fallen. Why are there all of these U-bends at the end of all of the guns? <laughs> oh, God's sake. Yeah, so what, what's the plan? He's basically said, yeah, if you get me something fucking bring the wrath of Rash on our enemies, yeah, I'll tell you more about him. Well... 
think we'd like to see the oracle at this point. Um, he turns to you and says, you, you are not seeing the oracle. Why not? The oracle is not to be seen by outsiders. Uh, that's fair enough. I don't show everyone my butthole either. It's a very vivid secret thing. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> that's very much not true. <laughs> I've Seconded. <laughs> upwards. Wait, does it count if you moon a hive world? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, so basically, you ain't seen the oracle. So I've shown upward. I've shown upwards of hundreds of billions of people my butthole. God's sake. Ugh. <laughs> as I as I say through gritted teeth, what would you guys like to do? <laughs> um, I think Lothar. Corator breaks his leaven bread. Oh, sorry, no, Lothar. I was gonna say Lothar said that you guys gotta get out of there and at least try to sort out what the coordinates are exactly of that Hydra. Well, Tora... Yeah, you got, you guys know where this is. Um, um. And we've got we've got the overlays, don't we? That Amelia could like yeah. mark targets with and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think so. Can yeah. we can we can we mark important structural targets and also use it as a way to get like a sense of the amount of numbers and stuff like that? Mm, I'm gonna <laughs> say no. Like you can't do like a phantom pain mark over people's head, but no. You I, can... You um, could find coordinates fine. and stuff. Okay, cool, cool. And then, could um, are we are we near the base of the tower? Oh yeah, I, I'd say fairly close. It's it's maybe like twenty meters away. Yeah, Tora Tora would like to just have a have a bit of a just while he's sitting hmm. sitting looking. He'd like to kind of look and see what kind of like structural weak points could be at cool. the bottom of the tower. Um, it seems to be quite old um, sandstone. It is quite crumbly, and it is on a you know sandstone base basically. Um, a few areas are a little bit crumbly around the corners, but the main sort of structural parts in the insides. Sorry, you can't see inside the tower because it's obviously there's people there. But there are a few holes in it which you can see have been braced up with quite heavy metal um, supports. So it does seem to be probably weaker towards the base it is old as balls and it's probably not as tough mm -hmm. as the guy was kind of saying can mm -hmm. I get in hydroflack up the stairs no <laughs> what? so yeah I mean at this point like okay Warwick's obviously giving us the opportunity you want to do your, your poison plan or not basically and we can br bring in uh, bring in the poison yeah, food. Think, or think, here's another idea. The... We've got the exact coordinates. Hey, Lane, fill up that drop out of food with explosives and target this spot to blow up the Hydra. It, it will never be 100% accurate enough to do that. But Why not? I mean, as I, I said, think... it, there's a little bit of deviation based on wind and all this kind of shit. It's not pinpoint artillery. It's being fired out. I think, I think we bring uh... down the poison foods. I think we bring down the poison food, we chat them a bit longer, we leave, and we call in the stormtroopers and the AC-130. Because we've, we've painted those targets in the bottom of this base. So I, I mean, think, if that AC-130 thing, was it the Avengers, that was yeah. called? Yeah. If the Avenger can just, like, come down, immediately targeting that spot to obliterate it, 
I have, I have one piece. The Hydra... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, one piece to add to that is that what's giving the Hydra eyes is the very top of the tower with that, like, telescope, right? It, unless there are other telescopes spread out throughout the rest of the well, tower. Well, Mr. Sniper, I wonder how we could disable the <laughs> telescope. That's kind of what I'm saying. We can coordinate our, effect, <laughs> our efforts here a little bit. Um, and if for nothing else, we can make sure the Avenger targets, I don't know, the ammo dump next to the Hydra. Eventually, those well, things do run out of. I mean, I'm pretty sure it just blows up the whole area. Well, we can hope with you guys not in it, ideally. Well, we would what? deliver okay. the food and then leave. Mm -hmm. We bring down. We bring down the. We bring down the tainted food. We chat to them a bit. Do we? Do we go up the top of the of the tower and see what we can see? Uh, they're gonna let us up there? Then I don't think so. We need to be able to commune with the sky to bring down the bring down the food. We, we have didn't to have go to up do high. it last time. That is true. Ah, it's night time. Night time. It was night time last time. <laughs> to be fair, um, I thought it was it was daytime. It was evening. Same sort of time. Um, I'll point out as well. Being inside of a camp, being hit by a fairly wide area of effect weapon, is not a good idea. If yeah, you're thinking of hunkering down in there. there. Cool. Like that, this thing, this thing has a, an Avenger bolt cannon, which is firing a huge quantity of high explosive shells the size of your fist, which is going to tear apart any soft targets in the area. Either way, I know I'm on the box right now, or at least mm. I can be, to call all this in here to Lane of what we want him to do. Mm. So, so poison food. We or the order of operations: poison food and stormtroopers, and then we get into position, and then. Uh, Thunderbolt. Uh, well, yes, and I, I, I do want to say too. They very specifically said they want armaments this time, not food. Well, why don't we bring down? Okay, we we would have some dud munitions, right? We we put we get them to put. I would not say this in we, front of him. Yeah, right now, I, I'm going to say, like, fair. you guys, if you want to have this conversation, you are going to, uh, yeah, on the microbead, but you were in a camp being watched. So. That's true. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's whilst true, it is important true, to plan true. this, maybe don't plan it in front of a guy who you've just broken bread with who has kind of just threatened you. Um, yeah. He vaguely did. Oh, yeah. he's, he's officially shitting Tori's dick right now, yeah. I believe. Is that he's, on the, he's on the list. What a gross way to put that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the other thing is like, so this oracle is what's leading them to treasure, whatever, to relics. Yeah, I'm not saying this in character. I'm just, yeah. Right. So like, is this the head of the operation? Like, how, you know, obviously this is important, but like, you know what I mean? Like, we're looking for who is the head. The best knowledge we have to that is just this guy because he's got the bigger V on his head. But now we know about this oracle, so it's like, who, you know, how do we... I, I have a very weird idea out of character. Go on. Um, it would involve it would involve work doing a Scottish accent briefly. Do you the want to call person, her Famiel? I want to call her Famiel. I want to call her Famiel. Rob Brighton. I want to call her Famiel. And I want to ask him if he can sense demons, given the information that we have so far. Uh, he... he would have to physically he can't do it over the phone sure yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna hold the phone 
Samuel's like uh, his built-in inline like yeah. vodka, and it's just the Doom soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I also don't. If you remember, like demonic stuff is very very specific. It's not just like people are a little bit demonic. He could detect if a person was disguised as a demon, that kind of thing. But just general vibes is not really what that's for. Like gotcha. demonology is specific. Is this guy trying to summon a demon, or is this a demon? Kind of thing. Okay. Um, in in a, another side of this, yes. academically, could I ask him the question of, given the signs that we're seeing right now and the information that's provided, could I then ask him, hey, does this sound a lot like chaotic demon I'm, shit? I'm a know? character here, right? Like, yeah. what signs are you getting that this is anything demonic at all? Okay, out of character, what I'm getting out of this is... Um, a, this it sounds like they're being indoctrinated pretty heavily using their own religion to then go and do harm to the people that they once loved, which sounds really bad. Um, and suggests, I, let's put it this way, right? Like, it's one thing to be like a part of a club where you're different. It's entirely another thing where you have increasingly ornate V's yeah, drawn on your let's forehead. Just back through human history, though, uh-huh. and there were no demons necessary for half the shit we did. I would beg to differ. There are several of them. <laughs> That's because you're Catholic. How dare you out me twice <laughs> oh. in the same podcast? Um, yeah, and like I don't know, fucking. It sounds like some spooky shit. I don't want to be carving nothing. In my I just forehead. feel like I don't know. Maybe this again. I feel like you're getting that. I don't know. Is is that something Lothar is getting? Is that something you're getting out of character? Out of character I'm, to I'm, me. I just I'm not really seeing any. You've not I feel seen. Like Warwick would have given more signs of demons. I'm, if, I'm a subtle this, man. How dare you? Um, at in, this point, I feel like you would have given so, us a little bit more to go on that that route. So, but ritual scar. Yeah, ritual scarification. You have not seen across anyone else in Algadar. Um, you've not seen this kind of thing from any of the other tribes where they're like outwardly hostile but we will work with you if you prove your strength kind of thing it's kind of like yeah if I can chill out a bit don't be a cunt um, I'm not saying it's yeah. out of the question sure. but like yeah. I don't know it wasn't so, really so on my table hey, right. look, guys, I look like Warwick Wow. Oh my god. He's putting his hair back. God. Here's here's in and out of character why Lothar might think there might be something (laughs) heretical at a minimum and demonic at a maximum. First, he's had this experience before with Orfamiel in a fucking elevator where something went rogue and tried to kill him and there was a whole bunch of warp bullshit going on, number one. Number two. How is that relevant to what's going on now? I'm just about to explain that. Number two, what we have with the ritual scarification of these people who believe in Vresh is vastly different. They're incredibly violent and they're killing other followers of Vresh, which seems just a little bit counter to the whole like religion thing of balance that we just learned about. Right. You are correct. Right, but they, they, but they correct split off No the religion tribe. has ever different... gone out of its way to feel slightly different than religion. Not, not, without, a serious, right. not without a serious effort deep. in rebranding yeah. what happened. Uh, no, it's, it's, I, I get what you say, but at the same time, I'm just like, these humans do this. It's not out of their question yeah, Tell me the difference between a Sunni and a Shiite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's not go there. But what we'll, what what we'll say, well, hold on, what we'll say, we'll say. Palestine. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's not do that. that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that at all. Um, so the last thing here that that is drawing. The version of a two-state solution is two separate <laughs> railways. <laughs> 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 
So, can you guess, listener, what part was cut? I can. <laughs> so, um, oh, the, the, longer, the last thing, the nail in the coffin, if you will, here, um, where Lothar's thinking that this might be kind of heretical, is um, they literally just said that they're trying to upend the Imperium, which is, I think, the biggest like oh, death no. knell for oh, this. Oh, yeah, they're dead. They're dead now. Uh, he didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're, let's, they're let, let's just make sure we have the uh, uh, wording correct here. Sure. He's usually play back the tape. Sure. Fresh apologist. <laughs> no, he did not say we want to go to the stars to kill the Imperium. He said we want to go to the stars to fight Fresh's enemies, but that they are of not which on the Imperium side. Of which the, of which the Imperium no. is one. He specifically said that. It, it, Warwick, is that true? I believe so, yes. Then that's, that's a bit Although, a listener at home, you're able to rewind and see if I'm a silly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> my, my hearing of that was just, Vresh's enemies are everywhere, we need to go kill them, the Imperium is not our friend, if they're in the way, we'll kill them too. Not a, we're going to go kill the Imperium, but right. I, maybe I misheard that part. Well, it seems there, and yeah. either way, you can read that as threat to the Imperium, which is what we're here to yes, stop. Yes, which is why we need to stop them. That that point is solidified. Yeah, absolutely. But that does not mean they're led by a demon or a heretic. I, I don't know that. That's why I wanted to consult an yep. expert, I think is what I'm trying to get yes. at. That's well, why I'm like, okay, I don't know I what this is. I would agree on that aspect, yeah. and I would like to see this oracle, but now they mm -hmm. want to hide it from us, so... Mm. But exactly, know, which we... sounds really sus, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm just not... Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not suggesting... I just wouldn't... It's plastic came. I wouldn't leap to demons all the time, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying is there could be a heretic among us. Humans do bad things without the need for demons. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be... There's gonna have been a gene stealer inside one of the fucking shipping crates from the fresh grated deers. Maybe that's why they broke up in orbit, and it's been a gene stealer cult the entire time. All Shut this up. time, Don't it's gene care. stealers all the way to the top. I'm saying nothing. We would have, we would have seen some sign of that. Yeah. Yeah, the guy puts his third arm around your shoulder and says, I think it's time you leave the camp now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, out of the V in his head comes an extra eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, like, you guys, I think, are kind of being politely shown the door of the camp, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, like, we, um, we will go commune with the sky. Let you know how we get on there, champ. Good luck, Skyfallen. Fresh is counting on you. Yeah, Reshkin County. And you too, yeah. <laughs> You too. Yeah. Um yeah, you guys you guys slide over the dune um to um BGZ and slide Lothar. over it. So we go we slide upwards. You start yeah, you start running really fast and you just go woo you, you land well, perfectly no, in your you, driving seat. You remember, we discussed this we discussed this before the session. So when we're leaving the camp, if you walk backwards and do a BA yeah. input, you actually slide up the yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually clip into the final boss fight of the um. Of it's Algebra. all just yeah, yeah just uh, yeah. link sound effects. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is <laughs> there is a special wall of the. This is a reason our family's no longer in in the game. Sadly, is that he he managed to get a pot and place it in the corner of his room, and if he jumped on it, he would no clip through. And he's actually um. He's like eight sessions ahead of you guys right now. That's the he's reason he's not here. He's stuck T-posing, but once you guys reach that, it will be like a the save won't be broken anymore, and you'll be able to play oh, with him. It's like the cutscene trigger. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's stuck we at the plot to... point. You guys need to. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's so where those... <laughs> that's where Raph is. So those yeah. Are the demons he's fighting is that he's fighting the demons yeah. of poor game design. Got exactly, okay. exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
But yeah, what, what would you guys like to do? What is the plan? They basically said, yeah, we ain't fucking on the side of the Imperium, fuckers. I'd like um, to jump on a bucket and see what happens. Wait, no. what, what did I just hear? What? I'd like to fuck a bucket as well. Wait a bit. I'd like to mm. come in a bucket. That is <laughs> not what I said. <laughs> they all heard different things. I heard jump in a bucket. Uh-huh. I said jump with a bucket and see oh. what happens. To see if we can go forward. So we learned from this session that Critter doesn't enunciate properly. That doesn't sound anymore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what's what's the plan? Uh, well, okay. Let Lothar talk to or Samuel about demons, I guess. Cool. That will right. be a letter. Like, I, Raph has given me permission that he will answer letters to or Famuel. Um, <laughs> well, this is not gonna matter in the long run. Oh my era. god! Here, All right. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> right. I am well. Um, so, so yeah. I'll, I'll still believe you'd be more familiar with the Halo drops. I only remember one time jumping out of a uh, flying down gunship, attempting to land on some big iron legs. Wait, uh, okay, okay hold can... on. Uh, are we we're we're gonna ignore the demon aspect that Lothar is worried about for now, or what? Well, it's gonna be a letter. He'll come well, back to it. Basically, okay. out of character, that's what's gonna happen. We'll and let me lay out my understanding. Uh, so, demon or not, we can use whatever we do next as an opportunity to call out the heads of this faction. Be it the oracle, be it a demon, whatever. Call. We can we can use this to attempt to get them to come out. Whatever we we end up doing, we're going to we're going to disrupt the majority of their operation, as far as we understand. Unless they've got something. Huge in a way. They want munitions. We bring down some munitions with some remote charges inside, deep inside the crate. Get them yeah. to move the box of ammunition to the base. And we make it say that's best, uh, best place uh, near Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. We say we 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 have a we have a message from Bresh saying that he wants his emissaries to meet the Oracle. Well. I guess here's my: Do we want this to start a f the fight? Like you say, we have a remote trigger. It lands somewhere outside their base. A few of them have to go out and get it. While they're going out to get it, the telescope is taken out. Shortly thereafter, the gunship comes down and obliterates the. Uh, I mean, it could obliterate the campsite practically, but in particular, we're aiming for the anti-air. Then the troops can come in, and then. Whatever fighting occurs at that point, it's a matter of just like, uh, like I said, calling them out. Like, you know, if you want this to end, you know, <clears throat> bring out your leaders, uh, challenge them to a fight, Torah. I don't know. Whatever. Or, do we meet the lead? Even down the stormtroopers, get them in position with Lothar. We bring, we have the munitions that says, Dearest followers of my words and teachings, I want my emissaries to meet the Oracle. So I'll point out as well, they they don't think that you guys speak with the voice of Resh. Like they they view that you're summoning something from the same place Resh is doing it, but you're not necessarily the voice of Resh because they appear to have their own one of that, and yeah, uh... you seem to not know what Resh is and know his teachings well, so they're not really thinking that you're like messiahs of Resh. If that makes I sense. Say, I don't. I don't really think we're going to 
force them with letters and stuff to do our bidding. We, I think it's a matter of a show of force. We are strong. You are weak. You know, by your own logic, you know, yeah. do what we Look, demand. I'll, I'll fight someone to death with my bare hands if you want. It's been a, it's been a little bit. Let me get my bare gloves on. <laughs> I like that joke. Mm. I think I agree with at least lying in wait with them here, seeing if we can't try to have the trooper's halo drop far back and out. We don't know what kind of scouts they've got around in the area, though, here, too. I My only concern <laughs> Look, would be is if, a of, if, if, a, if a bunch uh, of highly trained stormtroopers can't remain yeah, But these are people that literally like watch the skies. I don't think I don't think anything we bring down is going to be missed on them. I I literally uh, I highly recommend that whatever we do has to be within short short succession, one after another, hit fast and hard. Not none of this waiting around. When we say go, it's go time, and every step of the plan has to be executed. We can't just have the soldiers waiting and climbing. You know, it, it has to be one after another. You're starting to sound like a captain. Just right, telling like you the idea. facts I, of the situation. I like I like this idea. Cool. Gunship, gunship, so, gunship in and out. Shoot telescopes. Uh, gunship comes start and lights up the targets that we've lined up. We uh, had the stormtroopers deploy with us, and then we divide and conquer if we fucking Yeah, so they can deploy on the the hill with us, basically aiming for that area. The only thing I'd ask is that if we're going to hit this, we need to do it at a good time where my shots aren't going to be seen. So I'm going to suggest... Well, what time is it right now, actually? It's like 7 o'clock at night. Okay. I'm well, keep say, in mind they're going to move out to the Skyseer's place at some point, too. My only fear is that I cannot disguise what a bolt looks like from this unless the light is particularly strong and coming from another light source. Does it matter if they know where you are after yes. what if I hold one no, of no, my, no. What if I put a hole in one of my tin, my, one of my decades and I just hold it over the front? <laughs> so the long lads does have an inbuilt yeah. flash hider, but it's not going to be perfect. And you're right, it will be much more obvious to see at night than mm -hmm. during the day. Absolutely. Then, I mean, no, we wait, could wait, wait till, wait, say, then... like morning or something, but the problem is if they start to move, then the whole plan goes to... Has the sun set or is it setting? It is set. So we need to uh, make sure that 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 uh, Hydra is where it is to be destroyed. Absolutely. What which, from what you guys I described go, to me, is that it's entrenched right what if now. We go they are around moving to it. the other side, and we set some grenades on a timer, and then come back from this angle. Grenades go off while they're looking that way. We shoot the telescopes. Warthog comes in. Also, whilst whilst I do think this whole telescope thing is a cool idea, um, the telescope is not probably used for range findings and stuff with the Hydra. Like that's more. No, not range finding. More so, uh, my concern is at my end of it. They is spot like it that's, super that's early, and rather exactly, than reconnaissance, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... they they will still have spotters and stuff with the Hydra. Like it will have inbuilt targeting stuff, but mm -hmm. it will definitely be hampered if they don't know it's coming at them yet. Right. But exactly. what I'm saying is, like, okay, if you just move after your first shot, like... This isn't my first rodeo, Amelia. Mm. I know yeah, that. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't... Mean... It's second rodeo. <laughs> it's my second rodeo. What I'm saying is that, that last time they didn't know which way the bolt came from due to the fact that the light was starting to be really strong as the sun was setting. 
I, it's, it's stuff that I have to think about. Just trust me when I say it's going to be better okay, for me but, to make a shot, not in the middle of the night. Here's the scenario, okay? The thing comes down, and they're distracted. You shoot the uh, telescope, and then we blow it up. There are two things happening at once. What are they going to be more concerned about? The ammo crate that they just got blowing up and probably killing a few people and having, you know, causing a fire in the in the camp or outside of it? Or are they going to notice the the flash and the telescope? I can do you one better and I can make the shot happen as the crate's coming down. Sure. Whatever whatever works best for that. But And then shortly after that, if we're following the plan of quick execution, it, then we have the gun, you know, like, the, the I think a even if they find your initial position, I don't know that they're going to have any real ability to react to you. I just these don't are, know where their spotters yeah. are. That's my these are concern. all important tactical stuff to think as you guys mm-hmm. are setting up camp for the evening. Um, I think we should probably end the session there and come up with a very good plan of action for the next okay. time. Sounds like a plan to me.